welcome to episode three of Flavors of Books. In this episode, we're going to be discussing Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. As always, there will be spoilers. If you haven't read it, go read it. We'll still be here once you're done. So without further ado, let's jump right in. The book opens with Harry happily doing his homework. This is the only time in the series that this occurs. He proceeds to inflate his aunt. She kind of deserved it. And now, as a juvenile delinquent, he flees from the law. He sees a, a stray dog, has a panic attack, and narrowly avoids getting run over by a bus. Basically, a typical afternoon for me. The friendly bus drivers drop him off at the Wizarding Mall, because, you know, one of the most busy places in the Wizarding World is the best spot to go when you're on the run. His intelligence when it comes to good places to hide from the law is proven to be inadequate when he walks right into the Minister of Magic, who, by the way, doesn't arrest Harry and awards him with a free hotel room for his delinquency. How lovely. He meets Ginger and Wise Girl, sorry, wrong series, <clears throat> Hermione, and they adopt a cat. Ginger is not happy with this because his rat is slowly dying and a cat is probably not good for the rat. Harry learns that a serial killer named Sirius <laughs> is after him. Harry is unconcerned by this news because realistically this wouldn't absolutely terrify a 13-year-old. I mean, he has been through some stuff already, but still... The train stops, and they are boarded by some very unpleasant glidey dudes in capes that are just no fun. Harry passes out from tragic backstory syndrome, but the new professor, Mr. Definitely Just an Average Dude, revives him with some chocolate. Same. Hogwarts Lightning Round, Book 3 Edition. Their divination teacher is a scam and declares that Harry's gonna die soon. Someone thought it would be a good idea to let Hagrid teach. Blondie, who exists, by the way, doesn't listen to directions and is attacked by a hippogriff. Contrary to popular belief, unrelated to hippos. Mr. Nothing to See Here has them fight these monsters that turn into your greatest fear. Sirius the serial killer breaks into Hogwarts, so everyone has a sleepover downstairs. Harry plays Quidditch, but sees the same glidey dudes in capes and passes out. Everyone check Harry gets a concussion off of your bingo cards. His trusty broom breaks in the process. Harry didn't get his permission slip signed, but sneaks into the village third years are allowed to visit by using a convenient plot <clears throat> magical map. He learns that the murderer who was after him sold out his parents to Voldemort. Harry gets a really expensive fancy new broomstick anonymously in the mail. Hermione rats him out and McGonagall takes it for inspection. Mr. Not Sketchy at all teaches Harry a super hard, ultra difficult, no one can learn this except for the very best spell that wards off those depressing dudes in capes. Because he's a protagonist, he learns this with ease. Also, it's important to note that this whole time, newly inducted cat lady Hermione's cat has been trying to eat Ginger's rat. The cat finally succeeds, causing cat lady and Ginger to hate each other because they're 13 and don't have any real problems. You know, aside from the whole murderer thing. So to recap, cat lady is now ostracized for caring about her friends and owning a cat? How terrible. Anyways, remember how Blondie received minor injuries from that hippogriff he insulted? He is now trying to get killed. The logical response, or more specifically, his father is. This is where it starts to get fun. And by fun, I mean... <laughs> Ginger, Cat Lady, and Harry stop hating each other, and they all go to watch the hippogriff go the way of the French nobility in the late 1700s. But they don't actually see it. This will become relevant when time travel comes in, because yes, time travel does come in. A dog attacks Ginger and drags him into a creepy house. Which is in Hogsmeade, which is the place they could visit earlier. You know, it's a whole thing. Harry and Cat Lady follow, with the help of uh, Cat Lady's cat. Turns out...
turns out the dog is actually the murderer, but he's not actually a murderer. And the professor, Mr. 100% Average Guy, is old friends with him and actually is also a werewolf. And actually, the real murderer is Ginger Zat, who is helping Voldemort. And actually, Sirius is Harry's godfather. <sighs> Harry just accepts all of this when suddenly Snape kicks down the door. Harry, Ginger, and Cat Lady team up to knock him out. And then they leave to turn in Ginger's rat to the authorities and clear Sirius's name. Unfortunately, Mr. Actually Werewolf transforms and the rat escapes. Snape is revived and helps take Sirius into custody. Fast forward to Harry and Cat Lady using time travel. They go back in time, say the epigraph Harry Cats Patronus. It's a stag, which is the same animal his father could turn into. That's also a whole thing. And then the hippogriff and Sirius fly off into the sunset. The end. It's a bit of a, I don't want to say doozy, but that's pretty much what it is. On to the review. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being that book, and 10 being like Lord of the Rings level quality, I'll give this one, you know what, I gotta say like a 7 or an 8, actually. Um, I really liked this one. Yeah. When I was younger, especially, this was, like, my favorite out of the whole series. I honestly think it might still be my favorite. I'm... See, the Granted, thing- it's been, like, two years since I read the series in full. <laughs> and not just picked a random book and been like, ooh, this looks fun. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, uh... Mm, see, I think the reason that it's not my favorite now is just because it was my favorite and I read it so many times that, like... Ugh. So, I actually... I think that might be part of the reason why it is still my favorite, because I only actually own the first two. Oh. I, I, and I just never really thought, hey, I really like this one, let's obsessively read it. I was just like, hmm, yes. <laughs> and then just moved on to the ones that, like, yeah. I read Order of Phoenix a bunch, which is weird considering I hated that one, but that's yeah. really not okay, important. So, mm, we can talk about that when we get to it, yeah, but I have a lot, of have a to, lot say. to say on that one, and I feel, I feel like, like, like I might actually end up you know, having a little bit of a difference of opinion here because I think it's really good. But anyways, anyways, we're talking about <sighs> Prisoner of Azkaban today. So I just wanted to ask, what is your opinion on Sirius in this book specifically? Because I feel like most people either love him or hate him and there's no in-between. What do you mean no in-between? Because I I don't feel like I was like, ah, Sirius, I love you. But no, I also so in that way. I feel like, I'm, oh, mm. But I also don't feel like I was like, Ugh, you suck. I was kind of like a, you are good in a plot way, yes. And also mildly sassy. <laughs> like the sass, not yeah. gonna lie. We need it because Harry is in his angsty phase and Hermione <laughs> is a cat lady and Ron just is Ron. Ron is Ron. Yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah. Ron. Ron. <laughs> I, okay. I, I swear, Ron only exists to cause problems inside yeah. their little friend group. Yep. Like, he, what does he do? Okay, he exists to cause problems, but then those problems also either make them realize, yo, this guy is stupid, or we have, like, we need to learn to get along better and yeah. not be small children. We need to be large children. <laughs> large <laughs> children. Yeah, but, um, gosh. You know, um, but, like, it, yeah, it just seems like he does a whole lot of causing issues, Whereas I Harry think, is, you know, protagonist and Hermione's, like, smart person. It's, I, I really like Harry Potter, but the friend group is just yeah. your classic, I don't want to call it YA, but 
not why middle middle grade. You know, you've yeah, got it's your, like your you've got you got the protagonist, the male, you've got, the you got male protagonist, female smart person, and, and then you've got the best guy. friend who literally does nothing except maybe like once. He did more he's in the first book. He did the most relief, really. Yeah, no, he's not comedic relief. He's just sad, kind of. <laughs> They're <laughs> all in their angsty phase except yeah. for Hermione. <laughs> Yeah, so Hermione, I feel like Harry's ugh, Hermione's a queen. Last. Yes, yeah, Harry's always angsty. Yeah, it's He's funny. Cut um, that hair, chop it all off. No more hiding behind those bangs. <laughs> no, but now that you're saying that, I'm actually imagining because I talk a whole lot about how he's got like really bad bangs and stuff. I'm just imagining him, you know, like over one eye, just like hunched over, pulling his hood over his head. I like, bet he did that. I at bet. Some point. Yeah, he he does seem the type to do that. Please, we need we need more angsty Harry. We need less angsty Harry. <laughs> no, but I mean, we need him. Mm. I need. I don't know if anyone listening to this is an artist, but I will Please pay drawing. for angsty Harry, <laughs> like just an emo twelve-year-old wizard. I need this. Hunched over at the breakfast table, yeah. staring at his piece of toast. No one understands me. Too emo for this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what else? Now is we've got sidetracked. So time yes. travel. Time, time travel. travel. Okay, Ugh. I feel like everyone hates it. Everyone. Yeah. No, it doesn't make. Mm. It makes sense, but it feels so just like the well, author then. just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to wrap this up? Oh my gosh, time travel. And then she realized in the later books, wait, I can't have this being a thing. That's why they got um, kind of spoilers, uh, but I guess everything here is spoilers for it. Spoilers for the fifth book. Um, <laughs> We're on the third. Yeah, I know. Spoilers for the fifth book. All the time turners get destroyed and stuff. And I am... <laughs> Unless we're counting said- Cursed Child as canon, but it isn't. I have words for that, too. Anyways. Um, Are we going to do that? Uh, probably not. It depends. What what the people want, I guess. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> we are slaves to the whims of our audience. Uh, no, um, small audience, yes. But time travel, I feel like it's so problematic because there's so many things that could be fixed with time travel. Like, Voldemort. Sorry. Voldemort. I love the voice I'm of Marvel. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Voldemort. Look, Voldemort. if you wanted the Sorcerer's Stone that badly... He could have just gotten his hands or gotten Quirrell's hands or whatever on a time turn. I guess Quirrell was dead. He could have got one of his other minions to get time turner. Just go back, get the sorcerer stone again. Like, also one thing that I've seen a lot because um, once we like recorded our first episode, um, I went on this whole thing about I went on like a rabbit hole of Harry Potter stuff, and a bunch of people were talking about those. I forget what they're called, but the potions that. Oh, the Polyjuice Potion? Yeah, Yeah. and how that could have been, like, literally used to do anything. Yeah, I think we even mentioned that a bit, but yeah. Yeah, but that could have been, like, it could have, first of all, uh, why didn't Lily and James use that? I would have saved them so many problems. Um, Because, I mean, you'd think if they're pretty, well, are they famous necessarily? I mean, but they're they're at least recognizable. Yeah. So, if they're really that recognizable, then couldn't you just turn yourself into the most average-looking mogul possible? <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to say, while well, we're on the subject of, you know, plot devices that maybe are a little too powerful, um, the Marauder's map. Oh, the freaking rat! The, the rat, yes. The rat! How did no one notice the rat? <laughs> the Marauder's map and the rat. I've heard this question posed so many times, but how did Fred and George never notice this? It's a valid question that hasn't been answered I and mean, needs to be answered. How did Fred and George never notice this man <laughs> sleeping with, like, a your... man named Peter sleeping with their small, their small brother, their younger brother for, uh, like, how long? Like, at least two years, I think. Yeah. It's just, you know, plot holes. Um, but the Marauder's map in general could cause some uh, more problems, which is why I think that in, like, every book following this, it just 
it's either underutilized or she purposefully has someone take it. Um, I feel like it's like a parent thing when they give you something nice only to use it as like bribery. <laughs> it's like that, but I'm out. Are we projecting here, Vanilla? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm just being completely honest here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like there Actually, was a I lot got of that from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, like oh a couple gosh. years ago. Don't you remember when we used to? Read I that? never read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I never read it. I did. No, I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either, um, but I was invested. Oh like gosh. Twilight. We don't talk about that book here. This is a Twilight free space. I'm the only one that's read it. By the way, would not recommend. Would not recommend, please. <laughs> um, Harry <laughs> Potter is better, but. Uh, yeah. Also uh, made me lose my train of thought, Vanilla. Um, talk about plot devices. Oh, yeah. I feel like this book is like the most just like, like plot armor, plot device, like heavy. I feel like there are a lot of things here that, oh, yeah, this happened, but it doesn't really, like, I just feel like there were a lot of things that, like, were kind of a bit of a stretch in this book, especially with the time travel and all. Yeah, I feel like, um, the part where Hermione mentions, like, they can't be seen or whatever, because that's wonky. Yeah. But also, I'm sorry, I just, like, completely just tried to understand (laughs) all of time travel in all of, like, two seconds. Um... (laughs) time travel um he i'm gonna try and say this without sounding like a complete idiot yeah. because i'm not a scientist <laughs> I don't, can scientists even understand that it doesn't I, exist so point, but you know like actually yeah, comprehend just... the thing so <laughs> they end up going back in time yes harry does a little patronus thingy right yeah does does Harry, before they go back in time, does he see that? Yeah, he sees... But but the original one, the one that tells... <sighs> Harry sees <laughs> himself casting the Matronis, but yes. he thinks he's his father, and then he passes out. I don't think it's, like, yes. the actual seeing. I think it's more the person being confused about seeing himself and then thinking it's, like, evil magic or something. Yeah, see, it's, it's weird because... Hermione strictly says, don't do this. And what does Harry do? He does it. I feel like that's the entire series. Hermione says, don't do this, so Harry does it. I mean, or someone else says, don't do this, because he's an angsty teenager and he needs to it's disobey authority. Gibson, um, the Gibson I sent you. Hashtag Harry now. Hashtag Harry, yes. Um, but speaking of time travel, post that at some point. this book, uh, this is where all my... I mm, normally love time travel. I, okay. Doctor Who, great. Harry Potter, not great. Um, okay, no, but here's the thing. Time travel terrifies me. Uh, and this book is one of the things why. Because as soon as you would, like, imagine seeing yourself, then I was like, oh, God, what if a random version of me showed up? And then that has terrified me to this day. So you would not like Doctor Who. No, I, I want to <laughs> see Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who has not seen it, highly recommend. You can find it on any sort of, like, British thingy, I think. And also British HBO thingy. Max. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not English. I'm European. <laughs> I am English, but I not you like were that. American. <laughs> I am American. Imagine being American. I'm also American. Um. Anyways, I feel like we've gotten a little bit off topic we've here. A so, lot off topic, so let's apologies. uh let's uh move on to trivia. To... Trivia time. We both got three questions for each other about this book. Okay, I'll go first, and then we'll take turns. My first question for you. <clears throat> Should we start out with the easier ones or the harder ones? I hope you realize that I have legitimately... <laughs> okay, okay, we'll start out with this one. 
What is the phrase that wipes the Marauder's map blank? Mischief manage. You are actually correct. I'm very proud of you. I didn't think you would get either of them. I have, I have a mug with it on it. Thank you. I do too. Wait, is it from our friend? Yes. From Valentine's Day? Yeah. yeah. We have the same mug. We have matching mugs. I'm yeah. wondering where he is. Anyways, um. <laughs> it's completely irrelevant. Um, who was attacked by the monster book of monsters during Hagrid's class? Um, during Hagrid's class? That's what the question said. Uh, I don't um, know how reliable my source is, but. I want to say it was probably, I'm just going to go Lavender Brown. No, it no. was Neville. Oh, Neville, of course. Why every every traumatic thing Everything that happens is in Neville. class is Neville. Yeah. Okay. Poor <clears throat> child. What break. was James Potter's nickname with the Marauders? I I do know this, surprisingly. I just... Nah, nah. You know it, you just don't know it. Yeah. Um, I'll give you some time. Don't you freaking hum. I will throw something at you. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Ah! I didn't think you would actually do that. Okay. I feel like I should know it. You should. Just. Do you want a hint? Starts with a P. Prongs! Yes! <laughs> I was trying to say, like, something between spork and sprong, but those aren't words. Spork is, though. I have a spork. Spork. I, I like sporks. Spork. They're the superior utensil. Yeah, except if you have soup, you can't eat anything. Have you ever had a spork knife? No, but I do have a spork with a sonic screwdriver on the end of it. That's nifty. Okay, next question. It's my turn, right? Yes. I don't know why I had to think about that. <laughs> what is another name for someone who can shapeshift? An animagus. Yes. Ad- animat. I meant to talk animagus. about this earlier. I completely missed it. Oh, well. Animagus. Animagus. Oh. <laughs> Sorry for the voice crack, anyone who is Okay. Um, finally, and perhaps most difficult, what is Professor Trelawney's first name? It's something stupid. I know that. In your defense, I'm not sure if it comes up in this book. It might also be something we don't want until the fifth book, but you know. I'm going to say it's this book related since we meet her in this book. Doesn't it start with like an M or something? No. Yeah. Sybil. S- stupid. <laughs> I was close enough. Okay. <laughs> um, personally, this one, I thought this one was the hardest. Okay. But it also might be the easiest. Just spit out. I'm ready. Who tells the, I'm going to call them the golden trio because, yeah. um, who tells the golden trio that the fat lady is missing? Okay, hold on. I've got this. So they're. They're walking upstairs, and then they're in the hallway. The fact that this and child knows precisely what was going on around the situation. And crowded around the door. And who are they walking? I want to say it's Percy Weasley who says it. Or maybe he's the one who calls for Dumbledore. He calls for Dumbledore, but I don't know if he's the one who noted it. Yeah, okay, I think Percy Weasley's my final answer. You were so close. It was a Weasley, but it wasn't Percy. Oh, man. It was... Ginny? Yeah. (laughs) And with that, this wonderful episode must unfortunately come to a close. Thanks so much for listening. Up next on Flavors of Books, angsty (laughs) teens compete in a tournament that definitely isn't life-threatening. Until next time, keep on reading. You can find us on Twitter at Flavors of Books, all lowercase.